And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. I'm back from vacation and uh, on this Labor Day. And since I'm not a filthy commie, I'm still doing a podcast. I do not celebrate communist holidays here at the No Gimmicks Podcast. Um, You know I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. It is a Monday, of course. Uh, Right after this, I'm going to fire up the grill and start cooking some beef. But uh, definitely had to get a podcast in first i was joined by my good friend jj Leahy. Um, we talked about the weirdness um around the funeral week of the late senator john mccain um some real game of thrones stuff it's, it's really strange we also talked about uh Pedro o'rourke and his campaign to try to take out ted cruz down in texas we talked about ron DeSantis. Uh, in Florida, his his monkey comment that the, the media pounced on to try to turn him into a racist, apparently, and we explain why that's not racist at all, to say, uh, don't monkey this up, or whatever the quote was. Well, we get into all of it. Um, before I get to my chat with JJ, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at 1776 United. Um, you guys are really going to like this company, guys. Uh, they are my favorite conservative apparel company. Um, a lot of conservative apparel companies really suck. Um, as you guys have probably noticed, but these guys are great. Check them out at 1776united.com. Um, their goal is just to spread patriotism, man, spread conservative values. Um, all their stuff is super high quality. Um, there's all kinds of tanks, uh, sweatshirts, tees, um, all kinds of stuff, polos. Um, and they don't just have clothing, too. They have all kinds of other stuff as well. All the designs are super creative. It's all really high-quality stuff, no nasty, crappy, scratchy shirts or any of that nonsense. Um, definitely check them out. Pick up a shirt. You know, Show off your patriotism right on your chest. Um, check them out. Again, 1776united.com. Make sure to use the promo code gimmicks for 15% off of your order. Once again, promo code gimmicks at 1776united.com. Check them out. I also want to say hi to our friends over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and want to quit, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. All their stuff is made at their state-of-the-art facility out in California. It is really great stuff. It's delicious. All their products are FDA compliant. Not that they should have to be, but I digress. Um, If they have any kind of mod, battery, tank, coil, anything you need, they have. Check them out at premiervaporandlounge.com. Um... And they will give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks at PremierVaporAndLounge.com. If you're in Northwest Ohio, they have physical locations in Perrysburg and Holland, Ohio. Uh, so if you're around this area or if you're driving through, definitely check them out in Perrysburg or Holland, Ohio. I know both of their physical stores are running awesome deals on liquid. Really, really great prices right now. So come in and get a great deal on e-liquid. Um, and if you're not in the area, check them out at Premier Vapor and Lounge. Dot com. Uh, please follow us on Twitter if you don't already at No Gimmicks Pod. Pod. Wow, 
It's a weird day with words. Uh, and definitely subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud so you get notifications when we upload new episodes. Um, if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. And if you want to contribute monthly, uh, you like what you hear and you want to get involved, you can check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. There's cool incentives if you choose to do so. If not, it's all good. Just tell your friends about us. Make sure you share it, retweet it, all that good stuff. Uh, and we always love to hear from you. So uh, hit us up on Twitter, and then we always get back to you in a timely fashion. All right, without further ado, here's my chat with J.J. Leahy. All right, guys, we're here with J.J. Leahy. J.J., thanks for uh, bailing me out again, my friend. Um, I was getting ready to do a monologue show and just wasn't feeling it. I was off the grid for four days fishing up in the U.P., and... uh, you know, I was kind of out of the loop with what's going on in the world, so it was going to be really tough for me to talk by myself for 45 minutes, so uh, I'm glad you could come on short notice again. Um, I promise I will give you more notice next time, but uh, yeah, th- thanks for bailing me out, man. Hey, thanks for having me on here, and I don't live too far away from the UP, so I'm actually really offended that you didn't stop by and say hi. I actually did stop in Gaylord to get gas uh, yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> but I was in a hurry. <laughs> Oh man. Well, you if, if you stop for gas, then you saw the whole town. So it's true. It's true. It's a nice area, though, man. I I, I like your area. It's an, it is a nice place uh, to vacation. Uh, living here is a little bit a little bit different story, but it's very nice to vacation here. Definitely. So uh, I was off the grid. Um, I actually probably picked a uh, a good time to not pay attention to the news. Um, apparently, the funeral for the late Senator John McCain has been going on <laughs> for about a week now. Which oh is my weird. gosh. I, I did the, not know funerals were like that, but uh, what do you make of the, the constant coverage? And, and there's been several different services and funerals and stuff. Just the constant coverage of it, the pomp and circumstance and everything. It's it's really strange. Well, this was the beloved John McCain, Senator McCain, the the media darling. They have loved him for years. Definitely did not rip him for being a racist, sexist, uh, bigot, homophobe uh, back in 2008 and ever since then, every time he voted the way they didn't want. Um, I, I mean, the the one thing you can always depend on the media for is that they're not hypocrites. They don't ever go back on their word or rewrite history. And they definitely don't um, pick and choose their favorites based on who is actually opposing them and who is simply convenient for them to honor at any given time. Of course, the media would never, ever do that. Um, <laughs> I am old enough to remember the 2008 uh, presidential campaign where the talk so from ago. the left. I know, I know. <laughs> Ten years, it feels like <laughs> fifty. But the talking point from the media and the Democrats were that John McCain was uh, mentally unfit for office. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's funny that it seems to be a complete one eighty from uh, from ten years ago, which is interesting. Um, it's it, look, I don't think the founding fathers intended for politicians to be worshipped. Like the 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 coverage of this funeral. And we don't need to get into to McCain and his legacy. We already talked about that last week. But it, it, for anybody, it could be anybody, uh, any elected official. These, these guys are public servants. I mean, they're government workers. They're not. They're, this isn't Game of Thrones, right? I mean, this isn't. No, I mean, they're they, not kings. This is. It's so strange. It's not that we shouldn't, you know, show these people respect and mourn if if it's somebody you 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 cared about and looked up to. That's fine. But this, it's just weird. Like the, they're completely. It's it's overblown. It, it honestly makes me uncomfortable to see like the media fawning and kind of just celebrity worship of the whole thing. It's like these guys aren't supposed to be celebrities. 
they're they're public. I mean, they they are paid by our taxpayer dollars. I mean, they work for us. They're our employees. I mean, they're not kings and queens. It's just so strange, man. You you make a good comparison to kings and queens because the level of coverage we got over McCain's funeral, first of all, far outweighs anything that we'd see from any of the Democratic media darlings. Um, uh, th- th- this is approaching the um, hysteria that we would see over maybe Obama dying or the Queen of England. Um, I, well, I mean, the, my the, the, initial it's, reaction, it's, that was my first thought. That God yeah. forbid, I mean, Barack Obama, he's a young man. I think he's in his mid-50s, and he looks to be healthy. And so, you know, good mm-hmm. Lord willing, he has a very long, healthy, happy life ahead of him. But holy smokes, when President Obama dies, <laughs> I'm going to the UP for a year. I will live off the ground. I mean, we all need to go to the woods because we won't be able to consume meat. I mean, they will cancel... The NFL season, I mean, they will cancel Major League <laughs> Baseball for a year. I mean, like, people won't go to work for a year. I mean, it'll be constant. Barack Obama, I mean, it'll be, uh, can you imagine? If, if the ratings are good enough, I, I foresee them possibly renewing um, uh, John McCain's funeral for another two seasons at least. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, I, here, here's something to point out. I, I think that John McCain's funeral got way more attention than um, some of the actual true celebrities, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, now Aretha Franklin, you know, these huge names. Um, and obviously everybody is aware that the reason John McCain is getting all this attention has nothing to do with the fact that uh, he was an American hero, has nothing to do with his uh, political career, has everything to do with with um, just being a giant middle finger to Trump because Trump right. and McCain hated each other. They both made that very plain for years. Uh, it's been no secret. And so this is a huge opportunity for for the media to um, feel like they have a, a big victory over Trump. Right. And I'm not going to criticize the, the, the eulogies. Um, you know, Meghan McCain, uh, John McCain's daughter, basically used her eulogy to, to blast Trump, which is weird, but I'm not going to criticize a mourning daughter, you know. I mean, if it right. were my fa- if if it were my father who died, I wouldn't use a eulogy to criticize the people that my dad didn't like. You know, it seems strange, but I mean, I you know, I I would never criticize uh, what anybody has to say. She you know, has the right to say whatever she wants. Um, but it was strange, and you're right. It, 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 it's just a middle finger to Trump that they're covering it this way, and that, that's basically all. You know, that's the skin in the game that the media has. Um, one other, before moving on from John McCain, it, one thing that really bothered me as well, going back to the, you know, uh, the Kings and Queens stuff, there was a piece in the Washington Examiner, and Washington Examiner is usually pretty good. Um, and I forget the author, I should have written it down, but uh, explaining that Governor Ducey of Arizona should appoint Meghan McCain to her father's Senate seat. No! <laughs> this is not Game of Thrones. The McCain no. family does not own... That Senate seat, you don't pass it down to your children. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. And you saw the same thing, and uh, it didn't end up happening. But uh, 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 John Conyers, the congressman from um, uh, uh, Detroit area, from Michigan. I believe. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah, when he was forced to resign for sexual harassment, his son, who was actually a drug dealer, <laughs> was going to run. Right. To replace him. And he would have won. If he would have ran, he, he would have won. You know, he like, probably would have. This Michigan, weird, I, I live uh, in Michigan. We are stupid enough. We might have done it. It's just, it makes me sick, man. I really hope, I think uh, Doug Ducey's a good guy. I think he's a good governor. So I highly doubt he would appoint Megan McCain or Cindy McCain. 
I, I really hope that doesn't happen, man. That it's just a smack in the face to the voters in Arizona. Well, just appoint a, a, a yeah. state senator or a congressman or a, a state rep or whatever, or you know, just somebody. And then just you know to finish out the the term, which I think uh, is up in 2020 anyway, and then just have a, a a normal election. Like don't don't appoint John McCain's daughter. That's just this is not Game of Thrones, man. That that well, I, just, I that would I be love, sickening. I love that every single other day of the week the media are up in arms about the nepotism of Ivanka and Jared Trump being in the White House cabinet. And they're unpaid, they're unpaid White House, <laughs> you know, workers. Like they're yeah. And 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 yeah, you turn you turn right around and uh, and you got them begging for uh, Meghan McCain uh, in this in this spot here. It just goes to show, at, at the end of the day, very few people have any real morals or any real convictions. Uh, they 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 just want their their victories wherever they can take them, and they'll take whatever um, moral argument they can make to achieve it. Right, and I mean Meghan McCain seems like a, a bright young woman i mean if she wants to I got I nothing against her i don't think she even lives in arizona um so i mean if later on in, in her career she wants to move to arizona and run for for the senate and run on yeah go po- for it policies go for it knock yourself out but it would make me very uncomfortable if the governor appointed but you know that's in their their constitutional rights governors appoint you know senators when when a senator right he's, resigns he's gonna appoint somebody but but not to... not a mccain it can't be a mccain well here's Here's the other part of the whole story that um, is um, it's not even annoying. It's just genuinely humorous to me uh, is there's all these um, pictures being shown of Trump out golfing during the funeral. And they're saying, look at this. I can't believe he's golfing during their funeral. Dude, John McCain specifically said, I don't want Donald Trump at my funeral. What do you want him to crash this funeral? He wasn't invited to. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Trump obviously couldn't win no matter what he did, right? Right. No, I mean, uh, uh, John McCain played the ultimate card and 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 died. You know, I mean, how do you compete with that? I mean, and he had the right to invite or disinvite anybody uh, he wanted. You know, so that's, exactly. I, the, the, the the my my long takeaway from the whole thing is that both sides look pretty stupid here. I think that um, Trump could be a lot more gracious here without being hypocritical. Um, I think that there are parts of um, parts of of McCain's legacy that he could um, honor and show some respect to without going ahead and calling him a hero, which um, he's said time and time again that he doesn't think McCain's a hero. So I think it would be hypocritical for him to, as the second McCain's dead, do an about face. But I, I think there's also some more gracious ways that he could handle it. Um, and, and at the same time, me, the media lost any hope of of um, victory here by uh, really exaggeratingly um, overplaying their, their reaction to the whole thing, as they always do. Well, saying that there's a more gracious way Donald Trump could have handled blank applies to just about everything, <laughs> like everything in the man's life. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's spot on. Uh, let's move on to Ron DeSantis, who's a, a congressman from Florida and mm-hmm. uh, last week won the Republican uh, nomination for uh, governor of Florida. It took the media and the Democrats about six hours um, to call Ron DeSantis a racist, uh, which I, I think oh, is a record. I mean, I, usually it's like a couple days before you're a racist, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's he was immediately a racist, and it was 
he was talking about his opponent, uh, Andrew Gillum, who is a socialist. I mean, he's a outspoken Marxist, right. a Bernie Sanders supporter. Um, he's the mayor of Tallahassee, and he's done a terrible job <laughs> as the mayor of Tallahassee. Like, literally, the, the economy in Florida is booming everywhere except Tallahassee. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely <laughs> uh, definitely put that guy in the governor's mansion. Uh, but the, the quote from Ron DeSantis that got everybody up in arms was, uh, you know, let's build on the progress we've made under Governor Rick Scott. Let's not monkey this up by adopting a socialist agenda, um, which is fair. Uh, he's clearly talking about socialism. But the left grabbed onto the word monkey and said, oh, Ron DeSantis is a, is a racist. He means blacks. Which, doesn't that make the left super, super racist? <laughs> I mean, saying, oh, he said monkey. Blacks are like monkeys. So so he's a racist. No, you're a racist. Saying, let's not monkey this up by adopting socialism is not, he wasn't calling his opponent a monkey. He's saying, let's not F this up. I, this is just, it's classic Democrat talking points, classic Democrat politics. It's just, does anybody believe this? Does anybody believe that Ron DeSantis is a racist because he said the word monkey? I, I have um, three takeaways. The The first is um, I've talked to several people who have only heard the sound bites and they've only heard the reporting and they didn't hear what DeSantis actually said. And, and they are fully convinced that DeSantis is a flaming racist because of that. <laughs> um but 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 here are my here are my my three takeaways. The first is nobody cared at all when Obama said uh, the same thing. He he said uh, the the Republicans or he said not just Republicans um, have been monkeying around with elections in the past. Uh, Democrats have too. Nobody cared that he said that. Nobody took it as racist because it's not racist. The phrase "monkey it up" or "monkey around" these are relatively commonly used expressions. The they are verbs. Uh, they, if you, if you look up the expression in any dictionary, it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with, it's, 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 it's a, a nicer say, a nicer way of saying F this up. Um, and, and it's the only way that you can possibly paint this as racist is if you don't play the whole thing and you just, um, you just take his words out of context, which they do shamelessly. Um, the other thing is DeSantis asked for this. He really did. He ran the most pro-Trump campaign we have ever seen. Right. I mean, you you, you can't hold any comparison to how pro-Trump his campaign was. And so for him to do that, he was asking for this. He's asking for the media to hate his guts. And you'd only do that if you thought it could play to your advantage. And genuinely, I think this will play to his advantage. Because in uh, in the midterms, you only get the really motivated voters you're you're not going to get people who aren't actually doing their their research and and who know what it was um that the has actually said because the people who don't care enough to look that stuff up also don't care enough to turn out and vote right so the, i i don't think that that this is going to shift one vote i think the people who already hate DeSantis because he's a republican um are are still going to hate him and the people who already liked DeSantis because he's a Republican are still going to like him. I think that this only helps him out because it gets him more attention and um, the the media is being absolutely ridiculous and lying through their teeth like they usually do. And uh, the <laughs> if you're a Republican, having the media hate you is one of the best things that you can have going for you. 
Right. No, you're absolutely right. You took the words right out of my mouth that the media thinks, oh, he said monkey. Now we can use this to beat Ron DeSantis over the head with. When Ron DeSantis is like, oh, you guys in the media, you monkeyed this one up because I can use this to beat you to death. (laughs) Because trust me, in the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis approval rating is a lot higher than the approval rating of CNN. Okay. I think he's going to do well. I'm going to actually pull up, um, see if there's any polls um, showing uh, Gillum's approval versus DeSantis right now uh, while you while you well, carry this. DeSantis got about a million votes in the primary. Gillum got about 500,000. So, I mean, the, the Republican turnout was much higher than the, the Democratic turnout. And Gillum I think he's going to win. Yeah, I think DeSantis is going to win. And to be fair, Ron DeSantis, you can just say mess this up. <laughs> Like, you couldn't just—there's a lot of other things you could say here. Obviously, you're going to be held to a higher standard than the Democrats. We all are. You can't— Well, Republican— You can't can't say mess it up? Republican politicians um, are—I mean, okay, let me back that up. Politicians in general are famously out of touch. Uh, DeSantis— I think in a in a private conversation, I don't know anything about him personally, but I would suspect if he's any kind of normal human being, in a private conversation, he probably would have said "f this up," and and I, I think he probably really wanted to go with a much more voter friendly, uh, family friendly um, statement, and uh, you know he's 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 no spring chicken. He's uh, been around for a little while, and uh, as as a young person when he lived in the civilian life. Uh, the the phrase "monkey around" or "monkey this up" was probably a little more common than it is today, and uh, I think this is just a, a classic case of a uh, politician um, not really thinking something through super well um, and and not being super in touch with um, with how people are normally talking today. I You're mean, right. it, it's it's very similar very similar to when um, Maxine Waters is trying to talk about gas stations and what does she call them? petrol stations or fuel stations she said something she like says that, something yeah. that it's technically <laughs> correct but nobody says in america right it's, it's technically correct but nobody says it i think this is just another case of that right and look if ron DeSantis went on tv and said um you know the economy's doing great down here let's not fuck this up by electing a socialist i would drive to florida and start knocking door to door for the <laughs> DeSantis campaign <laughs> but that's just me that's just me well um Okay, so it looks like uh, Gillum is slightly ahead in the polls right now. Uh, if there are any debates, though, um, which there should be, I, I think that uh, DeSantis is going to surge way ahead. Um, I mean, with d- debates, um, you know, are, are equal parts personality and policy. Um, Gillum has not a ton of personality and and absolutely no good policy. I, I think that one one good debate, I think, will turn this around. Right, and they, they will have debates, I'm sure, at least one. And also, Gillum is um, another point about Andrew Gillum. He is under investigation from the FBI for corruption <laughs> for his time as the mayor of Tallahassee. So that uh, that's just another knock against him. It, just the lack of self-awareness by the left. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm a simple man. But if when you hear the word monkey, the, you, imme- the- you immediately think blacks. I think you're a racist. Like, you're a closet... I've never heard somebody say monkey and think, oh, black people, because blacks are like monkeys. No, like, that's super racist. Like, I've never had that thought in my life because I'm not a racist. No. So who are the real racists? Obviously the left. Well, and and the 
the the the biggest example of why this is a dumb move by the media and by the left is that it it's so easy to undermine their stupid argument and that's just by playing the actual clip of what DeSantis said they they keep quoting him as saying um that uh, DeSantis warned voters not to monkey this up by electing a black candidate okay you play his actual clip he says nothing about uh his opponent absolutely nowhere does he address his opponent's race uh he's he's talking about socialism which right. he's, t- he's talking about which socialism. his right and 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 for like you said for your mind to go to racism is number one it's highly indicative of where your own head is and then I, at, at a second level um it's it's i think it's going to backfire because the there's uh, going to be a lot much slower saturation, um, but an inevitable saturation of the truth that uh, the media did lie about this blatantly. And I think that uh, I think that's just going to put more and more people in DeSantis's corner. Definitely. I agree. Um, so let's uh, let's switch here to uh, the Senate race going on in Texas, the great state of Texas, one of my favorite states. Uh, well, we had a we had a private conversation about this the other day, JJ, about uh, Beto O'Rourke and uh, yep. uh, the I believe congressman from El Paso area, um, who's running against Ted Cruz, and uh, whether he's as big of a threat to Cruz's Senate seat as the media like to pretend um, he is. Uh, and I made the the case, no, he's really not. And you kind of made the case that that you believe he is. Well, it came out this week. Uh, well, Beto O'Rourke had a. Uh, but, all right, let's start over with Pedro O'Rourke. I'm going to call him by his real name, Robert Francis O'Rourke, or Bobby Franks for short, <laughs> uh, because I'm I'm Irish as shit, and he is more Irish than me. Okay, or like literally, I, actually, he's probably like my sixth cousin or something like that. I'm literally <laughs> a descendant of the O'Rourke clan, who originates from Northern Ireland, like the Belfast area. Um, the Leonards are direct descendants of the O'Rourke's. So he's literally as Irish I, I, as me, which is to say extremely Irish. Beto is a is like a nickname for Alberto, and Alberto would be like Spanish for Robert, right? So like it's he just uses this Roberto, yeah, yeah, to try to you know, I don't know, appeal to to Hispanics, which is just a, ugh, it's just gross. So that, I, that I really would be... but anyway. Your boy Bobby. I'd be really Franks. curious to to find out when he started going by Beto. Was he was he called that as a kid? Was it more in college? I I don't know when he started getting called Beto. I don't know, but I'm gonna go ahead and assume when he first sought public office in El Paso, Texas. Is that fair to assume? <laughs> uh, I I think that uh, it would it would definitely uh, um, uh, change some people's opinions of him if that were true. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Um, so it, he had admitted to uh, getting a DUI 20 years ago, I think in 1998, mm-hmm. when he was 26 years old. And, you know, and, and I mean, that's bad. But, you know, George W. Bush um, got a DUI when he was a young man as well. And uh, Texas elected him governor twice and president twice. Um, so that's not like that's a deal breaker or anything. But it turns out the DUI was much worse than a simple DUI. He uh, he was extremely drunk and blew a, a on the breathalyzer twice the legal limit so he was he was hammered right and he yep. crossed the center line drove into oncoming traffic hit a bunch of other cars and then tried to flee the scene so this is a very very criminal reckless act not i mean not that a dui isn't but much worse than a, a simple dui 
and definitely, uh, you know, cast some doubt on, on O'Rourke's character. I think that this probably is, um, we could probably compare this to, um, uh, George W. Bush's DUI. Um, I, it's a slightly different story here, but there is kind of the same level of, um, surprise reveal here. Uh, with W, you know, the, the DUI was not commonly known with Beto, the, um, or with O'Rourke, the hit and run aspect. Yeah. The, the hit and run aspect of, of the DUI is not known or was not publicly known. I, I think that, um, I think it's probably going to have an impact on his poll numbers, uh, similar to W's, and, and I think that in the end, it's probably not going to be enough to really change what the outcome is. I think if he's going to win already, I think this doesn't change that, and if he's going to lose already, I think it doesn't change that either. Right. I don't think I think he's going to do a lot better than than most senatorial challengers from the Democrats in Texas, but I don't think he's going to win. Polls are showing that he's about four points down to Ted Cruz on average. the The thing that the thing I don't understand is that Governor Greg Abbott is leading his race for re-election by 19 points on average. Mm-hmm. And obviously Abbott is more popular in Texas than Ted Cruz, but the disparity between the two, I'm just not buying it. Like, There's no way Greg Abbott wins by 19 and Ted Cruz wins by 4. Like, If I had to guess Greg Abbott's going to win by 15 and Ted Cruz is going to win by 10. You know, I think, like, even though Abbott is a beloved figure, he's extremely popular, I just... I don't know. These are the same voters. I mean, they're they're two statewide races. The same voters are going to come out. I, I don't see a way it's it's possible to have a disparity that large. Well, uh, Brady, you and I have had a couple of different conversations about this, um, and uh, ultimately, I think you and I are in a little bit of disagreement here. One of the things that is um, troubling to me is that um, yes, O'Rourke is averaging about four percent. Uh, behind Cruz, the margin of error this year um, has been between five and eight uh, percent, which puts him within a pretty comfortable pun- punching range of Ted Cruz. Um, and the and the margin of error has been favoring Democrats this year. the The other thing I want to point out is that um, O'Rourke's campaign is largely um, issues focused and really doesn't address address Ted Cruz um, himself much at all. Uh, whereas Ted Cruz, who I'll remind you is the incumbent, um, and really should not be running this way. He is focusing on O'Rourke's character and, and punching at O'Rourke and really not talking about policy much at all in comparison. Um, I, I think that, um, I, I have some frustration toward, uh, Cruz and his campaign for how they're, uh, um, for how they're handling this, I think they could be doing better. I think that Cruz shouldn't lose this election at all, uh, but I, I guess I've just been c- concerned with how they've been handling it, and I know that uh, Cruz's campaign is very concerned about O'Rourke because he is proving to be uh, uh, a lot more formidable than they um, had anticipated. So whether that actually blows into um, O'Rourke gaining a lead or getting a surprise victory, that is very very much to be seen, um, and it, it could turn out to be nothing. But uh, the fact is, he's doing a lot better than anybody anticipated, and I think that has less to do with media coverage than it does with how he's running his campaign and uh, and how he's uh, connecting with actual voters at a grassroots level. Right, and you're right. He has 
been running a, a kind of disappointing campaign. I think he will do better. Also, Greg Abbott is going to be campaigning for Cruz. Donald Trump is also going to be down in Texas campaigning for Cruz as well. Obviously, those two guys are extremely popular in the state. They're more popular than Ted Cruz in the state. Um, so that that will give him a bump as well. Also, the RNC hasn't really started putting money into the Cruz campaign yet, and they I'm sure they plan to. That's true. And that's Beto, true. And, 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 the, and the, the RNC, Beto the RNC is Beto is is emptying the bank account already. I mean, he is spending a ton of money. Uh, and the RNC has not really even started yet. And so once you see the influx of cash from the Republican Party, I think that will also give uh, Cruz a bump. That's true. The RNC does know that they can't afford to lose Cruz's seat. He's one of the most influential members in Congress or in the Senate. And um, and, and also, uh, I, I think it's important to note that, um, as you said, yeah, the uh, O'Rourke's campaign is burning through cash a lot quicker, and they they could end up fizzling out. Have, have you seen though the um, the billboard down there? I I actually thought this was funny. I, I don't like it because it's not on our side, but um, oh, the the Trump tweet, the Trump tweet. Oh my yeah. gosh! If I was the one who had thought up who thought that uh, billboard up, I would be so proud of myself right now. That is genius. <laughs> Yeah, the Aurora campaign had been putting up uh, billboards for you guys that haven't seen it of old Trump tweets from uh, from 2015 and 2016 during the primary where he was attacking Ted Cruz. <laughs> so so and that, it, that's a very clever idea. Like you got to give him props for that. It is clever because it definitely undermines um, any campaigning that Trump is going to be doing for O'Rourke. Um, I it definitely um, makes it a lot less believable. Um, so it's I, I got to give him props. That's very smart politics right there. Yeah, I, I am optimistic that when uh, Trump does do these uh, couple rallies that he's planning um, for Texas for the Cruz campaign, I, he did similar rallies in Florida for Ron DeSantis um, during his primary, and he was actually down by several points in the primary, and Trump gave him a huge bump in Florida. So I think... Uh, you know, the president does have a lot of sway in in states like Texas, so I think that'll give him a boost. But we'll call it a day here, man. Um, I know we both got to go out and get the grills fired up. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, got to cook uh, some man, beef. Man, enjoy your Labor Day. I am, I'm going to be spending the day out on the lake. We got some, looks like some rain clouds coming, but I'm, I'm not going to get chased off that lake. I'm going to be out there all day. Nice. And uh, because we're not, uh, we're not communists, we uh, went ahead and did some work and did a podcast on Labor Day. So <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys all appreciate that. Where can everybody find you online? Brady, I'm at, I'm at mild moderate on Twitter. Uh, that's where I do most of my talking and uh, I'll always happy to engage in some healthy uh, conversation. Absolutely. Everybody follow JJ on Twitter. We got to get your followers up, man. You have like nobody following you. <laughs> and you're, that's a shame because you have a, you have a very, uh, Interesting, to say the least, uh, Twitter feed. So everybody follow him at my uh, moderate. I, I appreciate it. God bless, Brady. All right. And uh, I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. Go cook some beef, everybody. No gimmicks. Um.